Welcome to the Transformational Travel Podcast, bringing you inspiring stories of life-changing travel experiences from around the world. Now, here's your host, Transformational Retreat Leader, Ann Gordon. Welcome to another episode of Transformational Travel Podcast. And today we have a fun guest, somebody I've known for a few years now. We have a dear friend, Katie Rampin. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, Anne. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm excited to have you here. So before we dive in to your transformational travel stories, let's let me share a little bit about who you are to the listeners. So Katie is a wellness empowerment coach who is dedicated to creating a thriving world through healthier living, as well as a breast cancer recovery advocate, helping women navigate a breast cancer diagnosis and avoid recurrence. Eight years ago, and then again this past March, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. As a mother of two children, she knew it was time to spring into action to reclaim her health and her life not only for herself, but for her kids and family. Katie embarked upon a quest to learn more deeply about cancer and health in general. As a result, she discovered a lot of eye-opening, well-known, or I'm sorry, little-known information (laughs) that made her realize we each need, herself included, to start taking greater responsibility for our health. I love yeah. your mission and I, I know you've <laughs> yeah. lived this and, yeah. and I've seen you go through, navigate these waters. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, my hat goes off to you. I'm very, very impressed with you and you know how much I love you. And I'm pleased uh, that we get to talk some fun stories today. Yes. Yes. And little known is definitely key. Cause that's, that's uh, you know, when mm. people say like, what's the transformation I want for other people is that same sort of thing. Like they're, that they become self-empowered, that they realize like they, there's nobody except yourself to take responsibility for your health, right? You cannot right. leave it to anybody else, yes. no matter how um, much we put, you know, everybody on the pedestal, like really mm-hmm. you are, you are your own advocate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I was actually just on a, another call earlier today and they were talking about a book. You probably know about it called change or die. Oh, no, I don't think I know that one. It's I think it's Alan Deutschman is the author. And it's they took patients who had serious heart attacks and had unhealthy lifestyles. Mm. And the doctor said, look, if you don't change your lifestyle, you will die. But long term, it was amazing how many of them did not change. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's, of course, the the misconception I have with um, cancer is people go, oh, but you're cured, right? Like <laughs> you did the treatment, you're done, right? And then everyone was shocked when I had a recurrence. Um, and that just proves my point, right? You, mm-hmm. you're, we're, you're never cured. You're never done. You've got to, you, I just realized for me, there was a lot of emotional healing that ha- I had left to do. Like I had mm-hmm. done certain things. Um, uh, I'll talk about well, we won't talk about it today, but uh, you know, my, my seven simple steps to healthier you, mm-hmm. like I knew these things 
And yet I wasn't doing all of them, right? So you got to right. look at all of them. Yes. And what relates to what we're talking about today is the emotional, spiritual side, right? right? Which I had to go to Hawaii to actually heal that part of my body. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can do the treatments, you can go to the doctors and whatever, but if you're not, if you're not changing all of, you know, all the pieces, you need all the pieces. Right. And I was only having some of the pieces. So yes. Yeah. So let's dive into your stories about how travel helped kind of create this healing environment for you and for your family. Yeah. So um, the incredible thing is uh, the silver lining of COVID, I suppose, is that um, we have, uh, I shouldn't say we, my father has uh, a beautiful home on the south shore of Kauai in Poipu and uh, right on the ocean the most spectacular property that he bought back in the 80s was really smart purchase like Mm -hmm. you know um, and basically because of COVID the place is not being rented like it normally is it's usually rented um, most of the year and my father has been in really poor health so it was basically his wish Um, He was in the hospital a year ago last fall, and he finally came home um, the few days before Christmas. And then the bottom line is he's been trying to get back to Hawaii ever since. But, Mm -hmm. you know, between his health and then COVID, he couldn't. So finally in June, he like booked the first ticket he could to get over there and said, I'm going. And we were, I was all like, oh my gosh, how could you go? You, you need uh, dialysis three times a week. You're, you know, you're, you're, it's like just to even put him on the plane seemed like such a huge risk for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was, he was basically shut up in his condo and not able to go anywhere or do anything. And, mm-hmm. and I had no quality of life. So, you know, I, I, my hat's off to him that he just said, this is, you know, even this, this is my last trip. This is what I want. Right. And I said, okay, I'm going with you. Um, and I will get you set up there and get you a caregiver and yada, yada, and be your mm-hmm. caregiver. And so the miraculous story for my father, because there's two stories here. I, I went to Hawaii, not only to be a fa- caregiver to my father, mm-hmm. but because I had just had Um, breast cancer surgery in May, it was postponed because of COVID. Like I found out Mm -hmm. literally um, the lockdown happened on on March 13th and I was supposed to have surgery on March 20th to get it removed, but that surgery was canceled. And long story short, it was moved to May. So I had just had surgery. So I needed some healing time. Mm -hmm. And um, so there was really two two goals of this trip. Um, and what I didn't know is I, th- I planned to just go for a month. I ended up staying for six months Wow! and it was so transformational because I will tell you the, on the one hand, my father, um, who had gotten it down to, I think he was down to one time a week dialysis. So, but you know, we, we got him over there and I won't go into the details, but they refused him treatment. They would oh not gosh. allow him to get dialysis there because he couldn't get a local doctor and the red tape was ridiculous and they refused. So the bottom line is I was in such fear about this. Um, and yet he miraculously rallied. Mm. And in the end, um, he did not need dialysis anymore. Like nice. the island actually healed him just being there. Like mm-hmm. people have said this about Hawaii and specifically Kauai, which is the island I was on, that it has mm-hmm. like healing powers. And what I will say is, 
that nature, what I discovered in the six months for me and my healing journey was the unbelievable power of nature, like just to be surrounded by the, like the ocean, the changing seas, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and then every day being greeted by the lizards and the frogs and the crabs and the turtles were amazing. We have a little Mm -hmm. tiny beach, which the whole area is very rocky. Mm -hmm. So there aren't many places the turtles can come up and sleep. And we have this little tiny stretch of beach on our property and they would and they was they were protected there. They would come. They would sleep. One time we had a record of nine turtles sleeping oh on this gosh. little stretch of beach. Wow. And I would I would go. I would literally. It was part of my routine. I would go down daily and check mm-hmm. on the turtles. Like, oh, nice. how many are there? And <laughs> um, and and what was wonderful is I went snorkeling a couple of times, and this was really good for me. Like if I was stressed out, mm-hmm. I would just get in the water. And you know, yes. they say. Um, for those who can't get in the water, like uh, there's a reason why you go in a doctor's office and there's an aquarium in there, right? Yes. Because it is so relaxing, the slow yes. motion of the water and to watch them. Sw- and you get in the water and you're swimming with this fish and it's like, yeah, you're transported to another world and everything mm-hmm. is slower. And for the the my encounters with the turtles, the few times I swam with them was amazing because they're just... They're, first of all, I, I haven't done this with dolphins. I'd love to do this with dolphins, but they're not afraid of you. Turtles are not afraid of you. Right. They don't come up to you or whatever, but they just kind of like, you're checking them out. They're checking you out. Mm-hmm. And they're so like, I love the movie, uh, you know, Finding Nemo, but they are, they're like, dude, you know, just chill. <laughs> like, and, and they let the tides take them, right? Like right. they don't really force it. Like I was thinking like, oh my gosh, that turtle's going to get washed up. No, they kind of just go, they this is my words here. They go with the flow. Yes. And so much of me in my life is like pushing against it, right? Like yes. the minute you, you know, whatever, I got my diagnosis, whatever you, you want it to be different. You want it to, you get upset, you're in denial, you know, but in the end I had to just like, look at it and be like, go with the flow. Like, just like, what is the gift? And this is, I, I have some mentors that have been, you know, on my healing journey, what is the gift that this is giving you? Mm-hmm. And the gift was for me was it made me take another step back from my life and go, okay, I'm back in it. I haven't healed, healed myself spiritually. I still have toxic relationships that are mm-hmm. bringing me down. Right. And what is so relevant to what you teach is I have lost the play in my life. I had lost mm-hmm. the play in my life, right? Yes. Like I was really a fun, I, I don't know if you know this, but my former life, I was an actress, a comedian, comedian. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I shared that with everybody, but um, that's actually what I'm was really great at making people laugh. Mm. Like it's a talent that I've had since high school. And when I discovered it, I just loved it. I went into, I actually studied theater at Northwestern because because that was how I got approval. And I thought, oh, this is my gift to people, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, obviously, it's shifted a little bit. Now I have this passion to, you know, bring healing and wellness to people. But Mm -hmm. um, again, you know, I still feel like maybe what I need to do is get more, (laughs) have more fun with it, right? Maybe I'm just Mm -hmm. too serious. Um, Because yeah, because yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I I love that. And I love that you well, you know, it's just amazing that you took your dad over to this island and 
you acknowledged and supported his wish, even though it seemed totally crazy at the time, at this time that, you know, he's in a, in a health crisis, yet he wants to travel and yeah. go to a place that brings him joy. Yeah. And it, and it did like, not only did it heal him, but it brings him joy. I think it, you know, and honestly, I will just say it gave him a reason to live, right? Yes. Like I think he was losing that. And, um, and this just happened again recently, unfortunately, again, right before the holiday, he went into the hospital for a month. Mm -hmm. He's had more challenges. Um, and we just decided to break him out of the hospital basically on Christmas Eve. We just, mm -hmm. um, because he was deteriorating so rapidly and we just mm -hmm. figured we need to get him back to the house, back to where he can see the ocean. He can see the sun. Mm -hmm. He can see his orchids, everything right. that brings him joy. And so yes. that's, that's where he is right now. He's recovering. Um, we hope, I don't know. It's honestly, the man's had nine lives. Um, <laughs> and he's, so he's, he's, he's incredibly powerful and he himself is a gift to humanity because he's a doctor and he's, um, he's, he's helped so many people all over the world. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, but that he has that intuition that, that, you know, what he needs and what he needs, I've seen it. I've seen it many times, like just getting him out in the sunshine right. is so healing for him. Right. Like just, um, and for me on this last, this last six months, like just being present to nature every day, yes. um, just the birds and the, you know, all of it. it it's, um, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii is such a healing, refreshing place that even if you're, you're not, uh, you know, having a health crisis and you're not avoiding stress, you're just going on vacation and you're just going to yeah. go have fun. It's still the minute you open the door yeah. and you see the flowers and the greenery and the sunshine and the smells, oh my gosh, yeah, I love yeah. the smells of Hawaii. Plumerias, and, and that, yeah. just that warm air, like there's yes. something too about the humidity. It's just, it's the perfect temperature like yes. every day. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why it's one of the top destinations for Americans to go, right? Or at of least course. on the West Coast, it's it's right. huge, right? Yes. Because it is so rejuvenate, rejuvenating to our souls, right? Absolutely. Um, it and, totally and, is. and I would argue that, yeah, like it's so important. See, what I realize now is that, you know, when you take a vacation or whatever, it's not like it's, 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 it's like critical to your health, right? Mm -hmm. you, we all need to step back and take a break and rejuvenate our right. souls. And um, yeah, like all work and no play makes for dull, dull boy, <laughs> dull, dull life. It does. It totally does. And so how did, when you were there in Hawaii, and obviously your main purpose was to care for your father and make his time there comfortable, but how do you feel that it obviously swimming and hanging out with the turtles and everything, but how did it help heal you and bring you to a whole new place with your, your health crisis? Well, for one, I will say something um, that I heard you say recently, which is it brings you into the present. Like I'm really trying mm -hmm. to work on my mindfulness and meditation practices and mm -hmm. bring them into my daily life. And you are so right. When you are in the presence of the awe of nature or animals, right you you're you're just right there like you can't like when you see an incredible sunset you're not thinking 
oh, I should be doing this or that, or, oh, that argument I had yesterday. Or, you know, for me, my encounters with dolphins are exactly what, how you describe them. It's like everything else goes out of your brain. Right. And it's like, oh my God, so cool. I mean, the, it's, there's a joke in my family. I scream, literally, we, we do have a boat. And whenever we see dolphins or one time we saw a whale and, oh my God, everyone's like, you know, at my decimal level, I scream. I literally, I get so excited, you know, right. I'm like, because there's something like, and you, and you can't in that moment think of anything else about, mm-hmm. except about the wonder of here are these other beings, or even, you know, I got super excited. Um, you know, I, I got to even go scuba diving just toward the end of my stay there. And I just, I've never seen so many turtles hanging out. They were sleeping, mm. they were going in and out. It's just, it's so, you're just present in the moment. Right. And um, so what's so great about that is that it's so easy for us to think when you do have um, an illness or something that you're, that's challenging you, that that's what you think about. And you're in fear right. of it all the time. Yes. But if you get present to the moment, I was like, I'm fine right now. I'm yes. good. I'm happy. I'm right. having this experience, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the future. Don't, you know, bemoan the past. Like mm-hmm. so much of us, so much of our time, we don't live in the present. Yes. Yeah. And we humans are so bad about living yeah. in the past with regrets and mistakes mm-hmm. and shame and embarrassment or living in the future. It's like, oh my God, I have this deadline and oh, I'm supposed to do all this stuff and I don't know if I can make it and will I be okay? Or especially with a health thing, it's like, oh my God, can I survive this? And how am I going to do deal with this? But it's such a gift of, you know, it's somebody pointed out to me that, that present, like we get a Christmas present right? Mm, the I word, love that. It's all about the word wow. present is also presence is the gift of presence. So I love that, that both those, that kind of double meaning of wow. the word present. Wow. And I don't know if you remember too, um, you helped me so much because uh, the day that we were literally battening down the hatches because a hurricane was coming right. and I was freaking out. I was so stressed out because I didn't feel we were prepared and I was really worried. And um, then just, it was, it was like a message from above or something. A monk seal appeared on our rocks and was just sleeping there, just hanging nice. out. Like first I thought he was injured or hurt because mm-hmm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. I'd never seen a monk. I've seen a monk seal, but never on our rocks, never on our mm-hmm. beach. And he looked at, but he didn't look like he was in despair, but I thought he was hurt or dead. No, I went out there. He, he was just snoozing. And at one <laughs> point he kind of, he did open his eyes one time and he was just hanging out and chilling and he was so serene. And I thought, he's not worried. Why should I be worried? Right. right. And then, and then I, I just, I I had some calm and, um, and it, and the hurricane passed us by. We were so incredibly lucky. So I just looked back at that moment, like he was, and you told me like, he's your guardian seal angel or whatever. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know. It was, it was, again, it was so great. And I I did, I had to stop everything I was doing to go out on the rocks, take a Mm -hmm. picture of him and Mm -hmm. just marvel at him and make sure he was okay. And um, I have another story about a turtle that I was watching for, for, um, days and he was 
We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to pause you right there, Katie, because these are great stories and we're going to take a quick break for, to hear from our sponsor. And we'll be right back with some juicy stories from Katie. This episode of Transformational Travel is brought to you by Whale and Dolphin Wisdom Retreats. Immerse yourself in the healing energies and connect eye-to-eye, heart-to-heart with wild dolphins and whales in Hawaii, Bimini, Mexico, Panama, French Polynesia, and more. Begin your journey at whalewisdomretreats.com. All right, we are back, and Katie's just about to tell us another fun story about a sea turtle that she encountered. Go for it. Yeah, so this this is a good one because um, uh, I'm slightly famous about this now. Anyway, <laughs> I was following this turtle, watching it, and it was clearly struggling. Uh, I kind of knew watching the turtles every day, how mm-hmm. they come into the beach and whatnot. Um, wasn't going up and down, was on the surface, was struggling. And then once he hit the beach, he couldn't pull him like his fins. He couldn't pull himself up. Mm-hmm. He basically had, or she, it was actually a she. Um, anyway, long story short, I then went to my family. I was like, who can we call for this? Like, there must be some kind of a rest. And there really wasn't, I couldn't find any number. And I thought, this is just, I know they're the people that protect the monk seals. Um, and there was on another Island and long story short, my dad's caregiver, I guess, found a phone number for some woman, some agency, and he connected with her. Um, and then somebody else nearby also contacted them who also noticed the turtle, like within like a day or two. So Mm -hmm. they got two calls. So then they were like, Hmm, what's up with this? And they ended up coming out, taking the turtle in. This turtle had an incredible story. It basically went from, um, they flew it to um, Honolulu where it had x-rays and whatnot. It was treated. And then in the end, it was flown to Maui where they had a rehabilitation center. And basically they brought this turtle back from the brink of what I was told that um, it, I was asked like, you know, would this turtle have survived had I mm-hmm. not interceded? And the woman was like, no, he would, she would wow. have not. So basically, but it, it wasn't just me. It was, took a village, like all these organizations and people and money was given because the turtle was then, I was so happy. You know, I got a picture of her and she was like happy in the swimming pool and they got mm-hmm. her to eat again. And um, she had an abscess. She probably was hit by a boat, struck by a boat mm-hmm. is what they okay. think happened. Oh, and gosh. she had, she had really damaged and it was internal and bleeding and whatnot. Anyway, the bottom line is, um, yeah, the great thing is I thought, oh, they're going to release her in Maui, which, okay, it's great. But I'm like, she's so far from her home. Mm-hmm. No, they actually flew her back nice. and, and let her go um, just down the way from us in Puepu Beach in the, in the public park. I was there to see her launched. Mm-hmm. They put number on her back, KA18, because she was, KA stands for Kauai, and 18 because she was the 18th turtle that had been saved, I guess, mm-hmm. or, or interceded. So then, of course, you know, she's now marked for life, so to speak. But I'm thinking, you know, oh, I was wondering how she was doing. The next day, she appeared on our beach. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And then she didn't come back for a long time after that, but it was as if to say, thank you. And she came home because I was thinking, oh, will she find her way home? She totally did. Mm. She came back to say, thank you. And I, yeah, I ended up being, you know, part of a story that was in the newspaper and whatnot. But the bottom line is I just felt so good about, you know, interceding and and saving. I saved a turtle's life. Like how great is that? 
So that's awesome. I love that. And I got chills when you talked about how she showed back up on your beach. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. And even the other person that spotted her, um, I ended up running into him down the, uh, when I was running one morning and I said, you know, she, she came back and he was like, no, I didn't know. I was so worried. And oh my God, she came back. And I said, yeah, Aww. you know, I have, I have a picture <laughs> of her the next day. There Aww, she was. Nice. So he was excited too. And um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was just a really feel good thing. And I, I know your stories, you know, that the dolphins protect us in whales. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this was, yeah, me giving back to, to their world, you know, cause they bring, cause I, it was kind of, yeah, it was great. Cause in the six months I was there, the turtles brought me so much joy and peace mm-hmm. so that I could actually make a difference in their lives. And then, yes. and they're related, they sleep. Oh my God. I have a picture of like, one's like sort of fin on top of the other <laughs> and they sleep like right next to each other. Like right. people think, you know, like they live in pods too. Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing everybody was missing her. Um, they, she was named Betty. That's a long story, but um, <laughs> either KA 18 or Betty she's known right. as, and I'm sure her pod was missing her those six right. weeks when she was in recovery. And I'm sure they were thankful she was back too, because then there she was right next to them on the beach, you know, in, in later, in later days. So yeah, it was Beautiful. a really cool, cool thing. I love that. And I, I think it's really important to note that you went to Hawaii to take care of your dad and it was a healing journey for both you and for him, but that the nature and the Island itself was healing you. And then you were able to give back to Mm. the turtle and to the island itself. So it was this beautiful healing for all involved. Yeah. And and it was a testament to, you know, how we often think, oh, we can't make a difference and we just want to give up. And there Mm -hmm. wasn't part, you know, my first thought was when I saw her, like, of course I was watching her and hoping she'd be okay. And then I sort of expressed it like, what can we do? We have to be, we have to do something. And my, Mm -hmm. and you know, a certain person in my life was like, oh, there's nothing we can do, you know? Uh And I, and so I kind of got discouraged and was like, oh, okay. And then I went a little further out of the comfort zone and made the phone call and actually mentioned it to my dad's caregiver, which was crucial because he was the one that actually Mm -hmm. then got the call. He found the right number and, and, and made it. But, but, you know, sometimes we stop short of thinking, it won't make a difference. So why yes. should I bother? Yeah. And oh my God, can you imagine if I hadn't said anything? Right, like, I, I mean, right. I just, I just look at that and I go, wow. So every time you, if you think that, you know, like I can't make a difference, think mm-hmm. again, because you absolutely can. Beautiful. And I think it's not only can we not, if we let other people shut us down, you're stopping just short of the miracle in that you would have in this turtle's life, but also in your own life, that if we let other people shut us down in whatever we're up to in life, whether we have a business or just in our our relationship, in, in whatever we do in life, whatever path we're walking, that if we listen to the the naysayers that don't believe in us, that your biggest advocate, the whole reason you are called to do what you're doing is because it's possible. Mm. And you saw that possibility and you didn't say no. And you were persistent. You kept talking to people, not even knowing that your father's caregiver actually had the connection that was needed. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice. So that, that was a very important lesson for me for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. 
Now you have another story about dolphins and I know you want to share that really didn't take place on this trip, but it's a fun story. So let's hear it. Okay. So my dolphin story is I, as I said, my kids will tell you, if I see a dolphin, I scream and I, we'd go out um, on my husband's boat and, you know, looking for dolphins. And one time we went specifically looking for whales, nothing, nothing, but okay. So that's often the case, but this time, so we hadn't really seen dolphins and we, um, we had bought a boat and it was being to be renamed. Mm-hmm. And um, I took this very seriously because I'm not incredibly superstitious, but there's something about this that really struck me as, yeah, I want to be careful about this. Mm -hmm. Like it's a big deal when you rename a boat and I wanted to do it right. And so when we took the old name off and, you know, before we put it back in the water, I mean, we put it back in the water and, you know, my husband was like, he wanted to go out like the next day. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. We have to do, I read, I researched, (laughs) I said, we have to do the whole ceremony. There's a whole ceremony you have to do. We Mm -hmm. have to, we have to rechristen the boat and you have to, you know, honor the gods and you get, there's wine involved. There's, there's all <laughs> kinds of, seriously. So I actually had to like scramble and I put together the ceremony. I printed it out. I got the wine. I got the champagne. We weren't breaking mm-hmm. bottles on the side. People think that, no, no, it's really <laughs> about honoring Poseidon and releasing the old name and you get rid of it everywhere off the boat and you, you know, do the new name and, so I got my best friend and her kids, they came down to the dock and, you know, my husband thought I was a little batty, but I said, no, I'm not, we are not taking this boat out until we do this right. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I've heard the stories and I don't want something right. tragic to happen. Yes. And so he, uh, he, he let me <laughs> do my thing <laughs> and uh, it was good because it was like, it's, you, you get to drink a lot at, Actually, it's like one for the water, one for me. And um, so we were drinking quite a bit. No, it was fun. And then the idea afterwards is we all went out on the boat after we did mm-hmm. the christening. Sure. So my friends and her two kids got on the boat. We all went out. Unbelievable. We, we were, I don't know how far we were out. And then just this pod of dolphins appeared and they mm. just started swimming, you know, in the, in the bow mm. of the boat. And it was just incredible. And, um, I just, you know, my friends got to see it. We were just hanging over the boat. And I mean, it, it really has never happened since. We've owned the boat for many years, but on this one day, and it was just like, I, I just had this overall message. I did it right. I did it mm. right. Poseidon is telling me we are blessing your boat. The dolphins mm. came out to meet the boat. Nice. And now I have no fears about being out on my boat or our boat. I just, I just, it, it was just the the magic and beauty of it. And um, we have a joke now too, when we go out and we don't see dolphins, the kids are like, well, that's because you're not giving them any wine. Cause we literally poured a lot of, <laughs> you pour a lot of wine into the, I guess beside, you know, whatever loves wine um, as well as, you know, so anyway, but it was, it was just so fun. Cause like that, I mean, we've seen dolphins a couple of times mm-hmm. since, but like that was just, they just kept swimming with us. They were Aww. just guiding the boat and it was, it was beautiful. And then of course, my friend was thinking like, oh, this must be the way it is all the time. And I'm like, no, we've never had dolphins before. (laughs) Nice. I love that. And I think there is something very special about when you take a moment to honor what is, whether it's being in gratitude or, you know, just acknowledging or taking a moment to celebrate that that's that energy of the dolphins loves that. 
And, mm. and that I'm sure that's why they showed up is that, you know, you were, you took this moment, you honored the boat, you acknowledged the boat, you acknowledged the ocean and the ocean responded. I yeah. And you, you do a lot of acknowledging of the ocean God. And as mm-hmm. I said, all of that. Um, yeah. Nice. Did I get and, it wrong? Did I get the right God? Yeah, there's, you did. Poseidon. Poseidon. Okay. Cause yeah, there's yeah. the Greek name and then there's the, you know, there's the two names for the same God. So sometimes right, I right, could have right. messed up. <laughs> no, you did good. And I think it's really important that as we go through life, as we journey through life, that we rarely do take a moment to celebrate our wins, our successes and express gratitude and, mm. and hold ceremonies for the passings, the events in our lives. Like, you know, if you are on a healing journey and you heal, it's like, you don't just go, okay, great. Now what? Now I get, get to go back to work. It's like, no, I, in fact, I was just talking with a, a, a friend of mine whose daughter was just diagnosed with this rare form of bone cancer. And she was going to go on a dolphin swim retreat with me. And she wanted to postpone it. And I said, not a problem. We can postpone it. And why don't you propose it to your daughter as a goal and a celebration for when she beats this? Wow. I love that. And she was, Mm. she got all excited. She's like, yes. Uh, So that's now something they can look forward to and acknowledge, even though she's right in the throw of it right now, Mm -hmm. you know, we all need something positive to look forward to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. That's why they, they, they talk about vacations. They talk about the different stages, like how, how your life becomes um, like almost elevated, like several days before, you know, you're anticipating going. So mm-hmm. your life is actually pretty great even before you get there because you're just like, I'm going on vacation yes. and you're thinking about it. And then they also talk about that syndrome that last day when you're on the beach, mm-hmm. like don't bring it down. You're still there. Yeah, like exactly. people, are, but people are already like, oh, I got to get on the plane. I got to go home. Right. But in that moment, you're still on the beach. Enjoy it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Well, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much, Katie, for being with us. And before we say goodbye, you actually have a free gift for everyone, don't you? I do. I love to share what I call my seven simple steps to a healthier you. And basically, nice. I I pared down like eight years of research and like looked at the eight areas that if you address each of these areas um, in your life, you actually can attain much better health. So um, yeah, I'd love you guys to check it out because it's really simple. I, I, I literally, I, I had seven simple steps for a reason. Like, of course, to do everything under each one of them is a lot, but it's the concept are very simple and it's a, it's, it's a very quick gift to, to look at. Beautiful. And the link to Katie's gift her seven steps to health will be to healthy living will be in the show notes for this episode. And we will also include a link to Katie's Facebook group all about healthy families. So thank you so much, Katie. I, you know, I love you and I love this opportunity to share you with our listeners. Oh, I love you too. Anne. thank you so much for this opportunity. It's just been awesome. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Transformational Travel. I hope you've enjoyed traveling with Katie and I today and hearing her 
fun stories about turtles and monk seals and her healing journey in Hawaii. And if you are enjoying the show, please leave us your comments, rate and review the show on wherever you're listening to this podcast. And until we meet again, safe journeys, everyone. Thank you for traveling with us today. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Get more information at transformationaltravelpodcast.com.